Splash Unicorner presents the Big Rich Music. The Sports Shit Show. to work for all four major networks, Madden built a successful career with his colorful everyman approach. Boom, you hit him. I mean, that's boom. Boom, right to the ground. Some people say, you know, they run in there and they collide or something. I mean, it gets in there, boom. That's what I say. He makes a little basketball twist there and pivot, and boom, the ball's there, right again between the eight and the nine. Oh, is he happy? While later generations remember his larger-than-life broadcast persona, it was as the coach of the Oakland Raiders that he first grabbed the spotlight. In 1969, the 32-year-old Madden became the NFL's youngest head coach. After the whole game. In 10 seasons with the Raiders, Madden built a dominating team. He boasts one of the best regular season winning percentages of any coach with 100 victories. He won three of every four games. Well, John Madden was the Raiders. I mean, his personality, his intensity, his persona, everything about John, his appearance was ideally suited for the Raiders. These guys responded to him when possibly they couldn't have responded to anyone else, no matter how smart or gifted they'd be. We like John. He was a, a player's coach. He let us play football. He let us have fun. And we won. We wanted to win for him. And that's really the key to coaching in the National Football League, is will the players play for you? And he always gave us a chance to do what we had to do as a team. He always stressed, whatever you guys do, just do it together and do it as one. I only had three rules, and, you know, to be on time. You know, like if we're going to have a meeting or something, everyone's on time and do that. And to pay attention, you know, listen when you're speaking, because if you're going to teach, you have to listen. And then play like hell when I tell you to. Play like hell on Sunday.
Despite their regular season success, a Super Bowl championship remained elusive. The Raiders played in and lost five AFC title games in seven years. We were that close, and I mean, if I felt frustrated by that, how about the guy that was that far away? You know, he was really frustrated. So I always thought, you know, we have a good team, and, and we just have to kind of get one more thing here. In 1976, it all came together for Madden and the Raiders in Super Bowl XI. Their defense pummeled the Minnesota Vikings. Their offense shattered the Super Bowl record for total yards. And the victory catapulted Madden's team to the top of the NFL. And he looks and throws. Intercepted by the Perseverance, you know, keep getting up, you get knocked down, get up, get up, get up, keep getting up. John's a big fight fan, I'm a big fight fan. You know, in a good fight, the last one up wins. With patience and faith, Madden coached his team to its greatest prize. 30 years after that achievement, he was still waiting for his ultimate recognition. For the much-anticipated Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2006 announcement press conference. Someone says, do you want me to turn this off or turn it down? And I go, no, I said, I didn't make it, but let's watch it and see who did make it. John Madden. I didn't come down or, or remember anything for 24 hours. My son happened to have a camera, and he took a picture of that moment. And I don't remember what I look like or what happened, but I just had tingles all over me. I've never been so emotional for so long. I mean, the feeling didn't go away. We watched the NFL Network, they're gonna announce it, and I said, they can't take this away, can they? I mean, they can't say we're kidding. We want it back, <laughs> you can't, you don't fly to Hawaii, you can't have it. <laughs> Feels like the second time in my life that I'm being carried off the shoulders of others. This has been the sweetest ride of them all. We lost a legend over the holidays. Um, many youngsters or older folks maybe remember the video game. Some of us remember him as everything, as the man, the sound, the best coach, one of the best coach, winning coaches. Um, John Madden has passed away. John Earl Madden has passed away. 
He was born on April 10th, 1936, and passed away December 28th, 2021. <clears throat> he was an American football coach and a sportscaster. Uh, he was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders of the National Football League for 10 seasons from 1969 to 1978 and guided them to a championship in Super Bowl uh, <laughs> 11, 1977. Seems legit. After retiring from coaching, he served as a color, uh, color commentator uh, for uh, NFL telecast until 2009, working for which he won 16 Sports Emmy Awards. From 1988, he lent his name, expertise, and color commentary to the John Madden Football, later Madden NFL video game series. Madden never had a losing season as a coach, and his overall winning percentage is second in NFL history in recognition of his coaching career. Madden was inducted into the Pro, Ho uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006. As a broadcaster, Madden worked for all four major American television networks, CBS from 1979 to 1993. Uh, he worked at Fox in 1994 to 2001, ABC 2002 to 2005, and NBC from 2006 to 2008. He also served as a commercial pitchman for various products and retailers. I remember him from Ace Hardware and Get Acting with Ten Acting. <laughs> God, I love that guy. He introduced me the first time I ever heard the the term turkaduckin. Turkaduckin? Am I saying that right? Turkaduckin? Where it was chicken, turkey, um, chicken, turkey, duck. Um, that was the first time I ever heard that. First time I ever seen somebody calling a, a football game. I was a young man when this happened. Uh, calling a game with a drawing on the screen, you know, a telestrator or whatever. I feel like he invented that whole... What we see today in football, in commentating, I feel like someone is trying to be the next Madden, right? And I think the only person that's close, and everybody can argue, this is just my opinion, okay? Everything... I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but Tony Romo, to me, is the closest thing that we've had since John Madden. You can fucking argue with me all you want, but that's just how I feel. How you feel about things is the way you feel. But John Madden will always be Mr. Football. He will always... I don't, I've never heard a bad word, somebody, anything bad someone said about John Madden. And he'll ever be he'll forever be in my heart from a kid to a grown up. Love the guy. Full full on. Even when he was a coach of the Raiders. I was a little itty bitty kid, but I remember I had his card, his coaching card from football packets and shit. And then when he got on TV, that's all I really cared about was listening to a John Madden broadcast. Because it was so fucking entertaining. And I just want to say to John Madden, thank you for all the memories. Thank you for all the times you made it a much better game when it was a shit game. You made it fun to be a commentator, to listen to a commentator. Uh, you weren't stuck on yourself. You did it correctly. You were Mr. Football. The people's Mr. Football. And I want to say thank you for everything you've done 
throughout your career. <clears throat> so, going on from that, uh, my heart goes out to uh, the Splatch Unicorner family. Goes out, our heart goes out to the family of John Madden. I need to go watch the documentary All Madden. I watched some of it on Christmas, of course. Or maybe it wasn't Christmas. Maybe it was after Christmas. I don't know. I don't remember. They were playing it on TV. <laughs> Could have been Christmas. But uh, I'll go back and watch that. I definitely want to see that. Pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. But anyway, let's uh let's uh we set our we set our piece about John Madden. It's sorry to mean to bring the whole fucking show down. But I had to say something because he was a big part of my life as an entertainer of the football game. The football game See, we had some bowl games over the weekend. Oh boy, we had a uh, we had some games on Saturday, Saturday, Friday. We have it on Friday. What else? Thursday? Did I talk to you guys before Thursday? No. Wednesday? Probably not. I did all three shows on Monday, so. Let's go back a little bit. I know I gave you no. I don't know. One one game was canceled. West Michigan won fifty-two to twenty-four. I think I told you guys that one. Um, Ticker Smarter Birmingham Bowl on Tuesday, December twenty-eighth. Um, number twenty Houston wins seventeen to thirteen against Auburn. Are you okay there, Coco? Uh, the server, pro, the serve pro first responder bowl, Air Force versus Louisville, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Uh, AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I know you guys don't care about this, but I have to say it. Come on, Mississippi State. It's the end of the year. I got to give some of these people props. Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech wins this one, thirty-four to seven. Plus, I like saying these bowl games are fucking outrageous. Guaranteed rate bowl. <laughs> West Virginia versus Minnesota. Minnesota wins this one in a fucking exciting game, 18-6. to <laughs> uh, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Jesus, fuck. Canceled. Thank God. It should be canceled for that name. Uh, then Wednesday, uh, December 29th, Maryland versus Virginia Tech, and the Maryland wins 54-10 to at the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Number 19, Clemson versus Ohio Iowa State. Uh, Clemson wins 20-13 to at the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, I watched this game. Uh, number four, I watched the Clemson game, too, though. But uh, uh, number 14, Oregon, quacks. Versus Oklahoma, better later than sooner. Uh, the Sooners won 47-32 at the Valero Alamo Bowl. Valero Alamo Bowl. That's about the most normal one we've had so far. <laughs> and then we had Schmue versus Virginia. That got canceled. That was the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Uh, 
And then Thursday, December 30th, we had North Carolina versus South Carolina at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Um, oh, well, South Carolina wins this one, 28-21. I was watching this game, and they were dipping the fucking announcers and the lady on the sideline were dipping fucking Uncrustables in the mayo and eating it, fucking donuts, some weird shit. Some, it was really weird, but Duke's Mayo Bowl. Mayo, like mayonnaise, bitches. Uh, Tennessee versus Purdue in the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Does that mean that the music's only perfect if a trans person's playing it? Oh, don't cancel me. Uh, Tennessee versus Purdue. Uh, Purdue wins 48-45. to 45. Number 12, Schittsburg versus State. Um, number 10, State wins 31-21 to 21 at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. It sounds, that's okay, that's not that bad. Wisconsin versus Arizona State. Wisconsin wins this one 20 to 13 at the SRS Distribution. <laughs> distribution Las Vegas Bowl. My dog's going nuts. Are you fucking okay? I think she's high. She wants attention when I get on the microphone. That's what she wants. Uh, number 17, Wake the Fucked Up Forest. Um, versus Rutgers, uh, wake the fuck up for us. Wins this one twenty or thirty-eight to ten at the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Uh, Washington State versus uh, Central, twenty-four to twenty-one. Central wins at the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. That's the coolest one so far. Number four, Cincinnati Bearcats versus Alabama. Where's my cousin? <laughs> Roll Tide, motherfucker. <clears throat> uh, Alabama wins this one, twenty-seven to six, at the S F P or C F P semifinal at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Wow. Okay. Tongue twitter, tongue twitter. And then we had number three, Georgia. At number two, Georgia wins this one, thirty-four to eleven. At the CFP semifinal at the Capital One Orange Bowl. Okay? Get that? Get that down there? And to be a, a determined, and Boise State was canceled <laughs> at the Barstool. Ooh, you didn't like that cancellation, did you? Barstool Sports is uh, Arizona Bowl. Um, CMU shifts to the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Okay. So South Michigan went to that bowl because somebody must have been out of that bowl. I don't fucking know. Saturday, January 1st, we had number 11, Utah, the Ute, versus number 6, the Ohio State University. Go, OHIO, Buckeyes. Buckeyes win 48-45 to in the greatest, the greatest, Bowl game that I've seen probably in my entire fucking life. That was a performance, not a great defensive performance, but an offensive performance that will set the record fucking straight. C.J. Stroud had 573 fucking yards, six touchdowns, and only one interception. Henderson had 83 yards rushing. Smith, Nijigba. <laughs> 347 yards on 15 receptions, mind you, and three touchdowns. 
receiving yards. Yeah. Fucking insanity, man. Fucking insane, dude. It was a record-breaking fucking game. Let me tell you that much, okay? Um, as soon as I find it. Here, Ohio State records that day. Most receiving yards in bowl history. Uh, Jackson Smith Nijuba, 40, 346 yards. Most TD passes in a Rose Bowl. C.J. Stroud, six. Tied for most TD receptions in a Rose Bowl. Marvin Harris Jr. and Jackson Smith. Three, three touchdowns each. Most passing yards in a Rose Bowl. C.J. Stroud, 572. Most receptions in a Rose Bowl. Jackson Smith. 15. Most total yards in a Rose Bowl. Ohio State, 680. You could probably watch this highlight somewhere for a half fucking hour. <laughs> At one point, uh, both teams scored five touchdowns in under two or under three minutes. And, I mean, it was fucking crazy, man. It was truly a fucking great, memorable fucking Rose Bowl that we will never forget. It was the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X. But great job, Buggies. You did fucking great. You scared me there a few hundred thousand times, but God damn it, I don't have any fingernails, honestly, but you did it. And you broke records doing it. Good job, number six, Ohio State. While the other fucking Cinderella stories or whatever the fuck you want to call them lost their asses asses the ones that were making fun of us yeah you probably would have lost against Utah too you dumb fucking dumb fucks you know who I'm talking about then we move on down to Penn State and number 22 Arkansas or number 22 or oh, number 21 Arkansas wins this one 24 to 10 at the Outback Bowl the most normal named bowl so far Number nine, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Cowboys. Versus number five, Notre Dame. Oklahoma State Cowboys win this one in a fucking barn burner. 37 to 35. The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. <clears throat> number 15, Iowa versus number 22, Kentucky. Wins 20-17 at the Vibro, 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 Citrus Bowl. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, I don't know. I don't know these things. I apologize. These names are fucking with my head, man. Uh, number seven, Baylor versus number eight, Ole Miss. And Baylor wins this one 21-7 at the Allstate Sugar Bowl. We're getting pretty normal with the names as we go down here. A Tuesday, January 4th, LSU <laughs> Go Tigers versus Kansas State has not been played yet. <laughs> that, that I'm sorry. This is today, tonight at 8 o'clock ESPN. Okay. And then, of course, next Monday... Uh, uh, the Memphis Hawaii game got uh, fucking canceled. Uh, next Monday, January tenth, number three Georgia versus number uh, number one Alabama, both thirteen and one. ESPN seven 
Revenge game for Georgia at the CFP National Championship presented by AT&T. So there you go, Cal Pokes. That's your, that's your college update for the week. Yes, it is. Now we're going to mosey on over to them NFL fellas over there and see what they're doing this week. On their Week 17 tour they did this weekend and over the holiday. Thank you. <clears throat> so everybody played on Sunday except for the Cleveland Browns, but we'll get to that later. Um Sunday, January second. Uh, we'll start with the Jacksonville Jaguars at two and fourteen and New England Patriots at ten and six. New England wins this one fifty. Two ten. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I thought the I thought Mac Jones, I know it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, but hey, they should be hungrier. They should be winning this game if Mac Jones is supposedly hitting a rookie wall and they don't have no more in them and they can never gonna make it to the playoffs. <clears throat> Fifty to ten. That's all I gotta say. Trevor Lawrence had 193 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. That's what did it, pal. Guess Urban Meyer wasn't the fucking problem there, huh? You dumb fucks. Agadagabawale, 36 yards. Treadwell, 87 yards. Uh, Mac Jones, 227 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. See, that's the key, folks. No interceptions. Uh, Stevenson, 107 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and Bourne with 76 yards receiving. Um, then we go on over to the Houston Texans. And they're 4 12, folks. And they played the San Francisco Treat 49ers, 9 and 7. San Francisco Treats win this one 23 to 7. D. Mills with 163 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Burkhead had 47 yards rushing, and Cooks had 66 yards receiving and one motherfucking touchdown. Um, Lance had 249 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Mitchell had 119 yards rushing, and a yuck. And 94 yards receiving. Um, I don't Patriots so far are the only ones going anywhere. <laughs> um, let's see. We have the Arizona Cardinals versus the Dallas Wheaton Boys Cowboys. <clears throat> Arizona 11-5. Dallas 11-5. Dallas barely loses this one. If they only had a timeout, they could have fucking possibly won this game. But, uh, I, you know, I got nothing against the Cowboys, but the one thing I've noticed in my, Mike McCarthy is his time management and things like that are garbage. It's the only criticism I have, sir. Uh, Arizona wins this one 25-22. Dak Prescott had 226 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. It's not that bad, folks. If you're if you're a Dallas fan, I know everyone's beating up ESPN. All these people on fucking social media are beating you up. But 
you lost by three. I don't understand how everybody's going, you still them boys? Well, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> can't play against a good team. You guys played your fucking asses off. You had a couple fucking issues. There's some injuries and maybe some... Your running game wasn't really great. Arizona showed up and you still fought them. So I don't understand what the hate and fucking bullshit is about with the Cowboys. They're still 11 and 5, you dumb fucks. And probably your team, maybe not, because usually when people are hating that hard, their team ain't nowhere near the playoffs. Um, he's got to play you. <laughs> what happens when he beats your team's ass? Then you're going to go run your fucking dick feeder on fucking Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever the fuck your dick hand, your little fucking dick fucking feeder and your dick beaters fucking are going to fucking type on there. The hate for the Cowboys is really disgusting this year. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not a Cowboys fan, but Jesus fuck dudes. Like, I mean, is your, is your dicks that hard for the Cowboys? Because I, I don't ever, and a lot of these people, I don't know who their favorite team is because they're too busy talking about the fucking Cowboys. <laughs> oh. or, or saying that like Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. Are they, f these people are fucking dumb out here and these fake new regime of fans in the NFL are just fucking dumb. I mean, you just look stupid, weak, and pathetic. Anyway, Dak Prescott had also 20, 20 yards rushing because not Pollard or Elliott. You can't blame it on either one. None of them could get that fucking shit started. Schultz, he thanks for a couple points in fantasy for 54 yards receiving. I don't mean to go off there, but the... Uh, I find myself sticking up for other teams that I got nothing to do with just because it's. I have to point out people's dumbness, their hypocriticalness. I mean, you got you got fucking Jacksonville Jaguar fans hating on the Cowboys. Like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I don't rag on a whole lot of teams. There's a few that if it's in your if they if you're in the division, maybe talk some shit, but don't. I mean, I don't. I I wouldn't know because you're not saying anything about your own team. So then we go over to the Atlanta Falcons versus the Buffalo Bills. Atlanta Falcons seven and nine. Buffalo Bills ten and six. And Buffalo runs away with this one, twenty nine to fifteen. Twenty nine to fifteen, folks. Uh, Matty Ice had one hundred ninety seven yards passing. Davis had a uh, 42 yards rushing and one touchdown. Pitts had 69, yeah, 69 yards receiving. <clears throat> you don't like that one? You don't like that one? What you growling about? Um, Allen had 120 yards passing, three interceptions. That's gonna. I don't know how you won this game, pal. Singletary had 110 yards. Oh, there we go. T uh, two touchdowns. Thanks for your running game. See what happens when you don't run the ball all the time, Joshy Poo. Uh, Diggs loved his cleats, owed to John Madden. 52 yards receiving. And then the Giants versus the Bears. And the Bears run away with this one, 29-3. Giants 4-12, Chicago 6-10. And, and Glennon had 24 yards passing. Oof, two interceptions. Oof. Barkley had 102 yards rushing. Ingram had 12 yards receiving. Oof. Andy Dalton had 173 yards and one touchdown and one interception. 
Montgomery had 64, 64 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Mooney had 69, yeah, 69 yards receiving one touchdown. Oh, and then we had the game that sealed my team's fate, the Brownies' fate. Kansas City, you fuck knuckles, you couldn't have pulled this one off. Well, KC at 11 and 5 and Cincinnati at 10 and 6. Cincinnati barely wins this one 34 to 31. I mean, Kansas City was whooping their ass in the first half. It just tells you that the first half means shit sometimes. Cuz Patrick Mahomes had 259 yards passing, two touchdowns. Uh D Williams uh had 88 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Hard ooh, Hardman had 53 yards Receiving. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. The hiccup monster has come back. Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my hiccups the co-host of the show this day. This brand new episode after the first of the year. Um, Joe Burrow, 446 yards and four touchdowns. Now, I'm going to say this because I'm a man of my fucking word. You know, I thought this kid was going to choke in the NFL because he was going to Cincinnati. I thought he was going to be shit. I'm not crying him anything yet, but as, as of now, he has proven to me that he's a good quarterback. And they got good receivers around him. They did it correct. And I'll say on record, I was wrong about this kid, but I give him mad respect. Even though he's my opponent in my division, I give you mad respect, Joe Burrow. There's more I could say about you um, so many a uh, year ago. I thought you were going to be hurt week five. Something was gonna, I thought your career was going to be all injuries. Hey. She don't listen. <laughs> my other co-host. Coco, can you hear heavy breathing over here? Um, she gets mad when I get on the microphone, so don't mind her. She has to sit, tell her two cents once in a while. Um, Mixon had 46 yards receive, or rushing. Thanks for a few points. Uh, Jamar Chase had 266 yards receiving and three touchdowns. It's like Ohio State game. Jesus fucking Christ. What a game, though. Uh, congratulations, Cincinnati. Now, if there's anybody in my division that I'd rather see go, it's you. You're from Ohio. Uh, but during regular season, go fuck yourself. Those other teams can go fuck themselves. Um, I hope you go far. Um, I'll be I'll be rooting for you. <clears throat> Not for you to win everything, of course, but probably going to take the Patriots on that one. But, hey, if you go far, man, I, I rooted for the fucking uh, college Cincinnati team uh, to go. Let's go Ohio. Let's go Bengals. You can do this. I'm out of it. Fuck it. I don't like the other two. I I respect you more than the other two people in my division. Let's let's see you do something for and show, show AFC North what we're about. But I still hope we kick your ass in two weeks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you thought you were getting away with that one, did you? And then we go to Miami, Miami, Miami. Uh, we go, uh, actually, we go to Nashville. Uh, Miami is 8-8. Eight and eight. 
and Tennessee Titans, 11-5. And, and the Tennessee Titans take this one, run away with this one, 34-3. thought this one was going to be a little closer. And Tua Lipa had 205 yards uh, passing and one interception. Um, Johnson had 49 yards receiving, or rushing. And Kisiki, Gaisiki, Kasiki, uh, bless you, uh, had 51 yards receiving. Tannenhill had 120 yards passing, two touchdowns. Foreman had 132 yards rushing, one touchdown. A.J. Brown, 41 yards receiving. Now, they're so far, they're in the number one seed of the playoffs. <clears throat> uh, Tennessee's right up there with number one AFC so far. And then we go down to the, <clears throat> sorry, I'm losing my voice a bit. <clears throat> the Las Vegas Raiders, 9-7, and seven, versus Indianapolis Colts, 9-7. Uh, the Raiders win this one 23-20. So close. Last-minute scoring. Great game. Wentz had 148 yards uh, passing, one touchdown. Um, Jonathan, J uh, Jesse, James, Jonathan Taylor had, 100 and, had 108 yards rushing and one touchdown. Pittman Jr. had 47 yards receiving. Derek Carr had 255 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Jacobs had 63 yards uh, rushing, one touchdown. Zach Jones, not Zach Jones. He has a Zach Jones, 120 yards receiving. I think that keeps the Raiders uh, both of their playoffs, maybe for a wild card or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, once we find out who's actually in the fucking playoffs and who's set and ready to play we'll get down to that business oh oh and then we go down to the tampa bay buccaneers of 12 and 4 versus the new york jets 4 and 12 and buccaneers barely win this one 23 to 20 or 28 to 24 oh but but uh, there, was, there was such a surprise. Um, sorry, my phone just went off. My, uh, was such a surprise in this game. We had a surprise resignation, if you will. Um, there we go. Oh, yeah. He's running off the field. No shirt. Threw his shirt. He has taken his uniform, his shoulder pads off, and he has run to the Buccaneer locker room. So we'll get you an update. He's not hurt. He has decided to run to the locker room on his own. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. In the third quarter, Buck space, third down, seven. He's walking off the net. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Antonio Brown, Antonio, oh, hold on, hold on. Antonio Brown, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? <laughs> what in the entire fuck? You could say goodbye to your career, uh, safe to say, right? Antonio, I hope he, uh, I don't know, I don't know if it's mental health or just ego or what. I mean, everybody's using excuses that it's mental health. He hasn't been right since this, 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 and that. Well, if we were aware of this already, we should have, he should have got the, proper help he's supposed to get um i don't everyone was comparing this to the simone biles 
uh, situation. And that's not really fair. Um, <clears throat> Simone Biles didn't quit in the middle of a routine and then take her clothes off, take her clothes off and uh, leave the fucking arena. If this is a mental health thing, he's known about this since he got his ass fucking hit by fucking what's his name from Cincinnati Bengals. I can't remember offhand. Um, if it's a mental health thing, you guys know I'm all for you know helping the mental health, health in sports or whatever. Um, but if that's it, then we should have had this fixed a long time ago. See what I'm saying? This is just an ego thing. Um, the coach told him to go in twice. He refused. And just like a great coach should, told him, get the fuck out. I don't blame this anybody but himself. They gave him many, many chances. And these people that are feeling sorry for him, that's on you. That's fine. But in my opinion, if this is mental health, then he should have been fixed a long time ago because things have been happening. Things have been happening. Things have been happening. Things. It's not like this is his first fucking offense. So I don't understand where people are kind of defending him. But at the Unicorner, we choose both sides. I mean, we listen to both sides. But uh, Zach Wilson had 234 yards passing, one touchdown. And uh, Carter had 54 yards rushing. Berrios had a hell of a game, 65 yards receiving, one touchdown. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tom Brady had 410 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. Vaughn had 31 yards rushing. Gronkowski had 115 yards receiving. Oh my, guess who's back? Back again. It's Gronky. Gronky motherfuckers. Look again. And uh, then we have the Philadelphia. Eat proud, drink yellow, wear green. Fly, Eagles, fly. Nine and seven versus the Washington football team. Six and ten. Uh, 20 to 16, Philadelphia, fly, Eagle, fly, wins this one. I think they got in, um, they got in, they clinch a, they clinch the playoff berth there. Um, a wild card or some shit. I don't know. Nobody knows. Heineke had 247 yards passing, one interception. Patterson had 57 yards rushing, one touchdown. McLaurin had 61 yards receiving. Jalen Hurts had 214 yards um, passing. Scott had 47 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, Godert had 71 yards receiving. Probably saying that wrong, but who cares? Go, go fly, Eagles, fly, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Congratulations, B-Twist on your fucking team. Um, L.A. Rams versus the Baltimore Shitbirds. These guys actually did what they were asked. They won by one point, no matter what, they won. This is a good game. Came down to the last bits. It seems like Huntley's a great backup quarterback. <laughs> but even if they did come back, they'd probably try and get a two-point conversion and lose the game. <laughs> um, L.A. Rams have 12-4. and four. Baltimore at 8-8. Eight and eight. 
Rams win this one 20 to 19. Huntley had 197 yards passing, one interception. Freeman had 76 yards rushing. Andrews had 89 yards receiving. Stafford had 309 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Michelle had 74 yards rushing and one touchdown. Uh, Cooper Cup had 94, 95 yards uh, receiving and one touchdown. Thank you for the point, sir. Um, then we had uh, the Broncos. We had the Broncos at seven and nine versus the Chargers nine and seven. Chargers run away with this one, thirty-four to thirteen. Um, D. Luck had uh, two hundred and forty-five yards, one touchdown. Um, Gordon the third had forty-three yards uh, rushing, and Fant. Fantastic. No, I'm just kidding. 92 yards receiving, one touchdown. Herbert had 237 yards. Um, 37 yards uh, pa uh, uh, passing, two touchdowns. Um, Eckler had 58 yards rushing, one touchdown. Williams had 63 yards and one touchdown receiving. Um, <clears throat> Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. 18 wins this one 18 to 10 New Orleans 8 and 8 Carolina 5 and 11 uh, Darnold had 132 yards passing one interception Hubbard had 55 yards rushing one touchdown Thomas had 33 yards receiving Hill had 222 yards uh, passing one touchdown Hill had also had 45 yards rushing Callaway had 97 yards receiving um, then we had the uh, Detroit liar, you lying, you lying on me, son. Uh, two, two, thirteen and one. The Seattle Seahawks six and ten. Seahawks win this one. Woo, fifty-one to twenty-nine. What a shootout! Uh, Boyle on my ass had two hundred and sixty-two yards passing, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, Swift had 632 yards rushing. St. Brown had 111 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Russell Wilson had 236 yards passing and four fucking touchdowns. Penny had 170 yards rushing, two touchdowns. <laughs> Jesus, Swain had 65 yards receiving. Wowzer, 51 to 29. Sounds like college. And then we move on over to the Sunday night game. It was the Minnesota whatever Vikings. 7-9 versus Green Bay. Go Pack Go Packers. It was a chilly one, folks. It was 10 degrees. Felt like minus one. Uh, Minnesota 7-9. Green Bay 13-3. And, and Green Bay wins this one easily 37-10. to and that uh, solidifies their spot in the number one seed for the playoffs. They get the bye. So good luck to them in the playoffs. Mannion, never heard of this cat, uh, 189 yards uh, passing, one touchdown. Um, he also had 14 yards rushing. Why they did not use Dalvin Cook is beyond me. I don't understand. It's like they wanted to lose that game. My God. Jefferson had 58, 58 yards receiving. Sharon Rogers had 288 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. 
Jones had 76 yards rushing. Devontae Adams, 136 yards receiving and one touchdown. One hell of a game. Congrats to all the Packers fans out there, Eric, uh, Ms. Michaels. There's a few other that I'm missing, but congratulations on your number one seed. You motherfuckers deserve it. And then we go to the Monday night football game. The last one of the year. The the uh, last Peyton Eli game of the year. It's all coming to an end, folks. And this night of Monday, on January 3rd, we have... We have the Cleveland motherfucking Browns dog pound, baby. Seven and nine. Pittsburgh, eight, seven and one. Uh, Pittsburgh whipped the shit out of us. I mean, not too bad, but 26 to 14. Um, We just look sad. Be honest with you. Stavansky, you suck at calling offensive plays. You're a fucking moron. Chubbs should have been running the shit out of that ball. You abandoned the run too early. Uh, our receivers and tight ends, except for a few, Njoku did fine, but you guys could have caught that ball so many times. We could have did this correctly and won this game and stopped them from fucking getting a playoff run but you didn't do that browns you didn't fucking do that mayfield had a shitty night yes but a lot of that was the receivers i don't give a fuck who you blame it on everyone's gonna say get rid of fucking gang 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 but the truth is it's a team effort and if baker's throwing these balls and they're not catching them that's not good that's not good for him he's the offensive line was shit the receivers were shit. Baker was, he wasn't great, but what could he do in the situations he was put in? Let's get real here. Stavansky, it comes down to Stavansky and running these plays by himself. He needs to fucking stop it. So congratulations to big fucking shithole Ben and the fucking Queelers. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck them. It's Browns till I die, motherfucker. Fuck Big Ben. I don't give a fuck about his last fucking his last fucking um, thing at home or whatever. Blah blah blah. Oh, the hiccups come now. Anyway, Bakerfield had a uh, Baker Mayfield had 185 yards uh, passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Nick Chubb only had 58 yards rushing. Peoples-Jones had 76 yards receiving, but he could have had way more than that. Rapistburger, 123 yards. See, not that great. One touchdown, not great. One interception. I mean, Baker Mayfield played better than Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger had 24 out of 6, 46 completions to 16 out of 38. So you're telling me Baker Mayfield was the fucking problem? Come on now. Najee Harris now, on the other hand, 188 yards and one touchdown. Nick Chubb should have had those numbers also. McLeod had 35 yards receiving, so there you go. Basically, we shit the bed. Is this any indication of what we're about? I have no fucking clue. 
uh, Stefanski needs to fucking stop making these calls. We're about to lose our offensive coordinator. I don't know what to fucking tell you guys. I I'm at loss of words. I don't. It just uh, half the team gave up. Half the team played their hearts out. But that's gonna it's gonna wrap up our season. Um, I doubt we're gonna beat the Bengals. I'm hopeful. Um, it doesn't really matter at this point. But it would be nice to see a nice little win. Go nine and nine or. <laughs> Eight and nine, at least. Jesus, fuck. But uh, honestly, folks, it looks like that's a wrap for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we'll be lucky if we beat the Bengals. Um, um, I just don't see that happening. But, hey, it was a good year. We had a good run. Uh, we have a lot of things to work on. <clears throat> Hopefully the Browns stick with what we got for next year make a few other moves that we need in the offensive line defense needs to get their shit together but uh it was a sad sad couple of weeks three weeks or whatever these three losses that we've taken um it looked hopeful for a while there but uh our team has decided that we are no longer a contender so, I have one more week. I'll be watching the game anyway, no doubt. Um, it's the last game, of course. Uh, we have a lot of Saturday games. We'll talk about all that on Thursday. But next Monday, people, next Monday, um, we'll, I believe it will be our last Monday night shit show, I believe. We might have some playoff additions. I don't know. I'll work it out. But if not, we'll be here on Thursdays and, uh, of course, on the Splash Unicorn Corner podcast um, on Wednesdays. And you can also reach us. Uh, we have a new um, email address at SplashUnicorner at gmail.com. Or you can reach us at the old uh, email address, SplashUnicorner at yahoo.com. Um, working on in the next month or so, hopefully, before that. Uh, working on the video clips and things, a YouTube channel for the Splatch Unicorner, okay? So, uh, hope everybody had a good new year. Hopefully everybody was safe. They got in, their hangovers are over. Your, maybe your team won this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday here. We'll see you on Wednesday on the Splat Unicorn Corner podcast. Uh, uh, stay high. Stay fly. Peace and love. And the holy smoke above. I'm out, bitches. Go Browns. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> Dick Stockton with John Madden. Hi, everybody. I'm Vin Scully, along with John Madden. And Pat Summerall here with John Madden. And For 30 years, John Madden was the beloved dean of football analysts. What a way to start a Super Bowl. That's what Cincinnati wants to do. As the first sportscaster to work for all four major networks, Madden built a successful career with his colorful everyman approach. Boom, you hit him. I mean, that's boom. Boom, right to the ground. Some people say... 
you know, they run in there and they collide or something. It's in there. That's what I say. He makes a little basketball twist there and pivot, and boom, the ball's there right again between the eight and the nine. Oh, is he happy? While later generations remember his larger-than-life broadcast persona, it was as the coach of the Oakland Raiders that he first grabbed the spotlight. In 1969, the 32-year-old Madden became the NFL's youngest head coach. In 10 seasons with the Raiders, Madden built a dominating team. He boasts one of the best regular season winning percentages of any coach with 100 victories. He won three of every four games. Well, John Madden was the Raiders. I mean, his personality, his intensity, his persona, everything about John, his appearance, was ideally suited for the Raiders. These guys responded to him when possibly they couldn't have responded to anyone else, no matter how smart or gifted they'd be. We liked John. He was a, a player's coach. He let us play football. He let us have fun. And we won. We wanted to win for him. And that's really the key to coaching in the National Football League, is will the players play for you? And he always gave us a chance to do what we had to do as a team. He always stressed, whatever you guys do, just do it together and do it as one. I only had three rules, and, you know, to be on time, you know, like we're going to have a meeting or something, everyone's on time, and to do that, and to pay attention, you know, listen when you're speaking, because if you're going to teach, you have to listen, and then play like hell when I tell you to, play like hell on Sunday. success, a Super Bowl championship remained elusive. The Raiders played in and lost five AFC title games in seven years. We were that close, and I mean, if I felt frustrated by that, how about the guy that was that far away? You know, he was really frustrated, so I always thought, you know, we have a good team, and, and we just have to kind of get one more thing here. In 1976, it all came together from Madden and the Raiders in Super Bowl XI. Their defense pummeled the Minnesota Vikings. Their offense shattered the Super Bowl record for total yards. And the victory catapulted Madden's team to the top of the NFL. And he looks and throws, intercepted by the Perseverance, you know, keep getting up, you get knocked down, get up, get up, get up, keep getting up. John's a big fight fan, I'm a big fight fan. You know, in a good fight, the last one up wins. With patience and faith, Madden coached his team to its greatest prize. 30 years after that achievement, he was still waiting for his ultimate recognition. For the much anticipated Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2006 announcement press conference. Someone says, do you want me to 
turn this off or turn it down? I go, no, I said, I didn't make it, but let's watch it and see who did make it. John Madden. I didn't come down or, or remember anything for 24 hours. My son happened to have a camera, and he took a picture of that moment. And I don't remember what I look like or what happened, but I just had tingles all over me. I've never been so emotional for so long. I mean, the feeling didn't go away. We watched the NFL Network, they're gonna announce it, and I said, they can't take this away, can they? I mean, they can't say we're kidding. We want it back, <laughs> you can't, you don't fly to Hawaii, you can't have it. I can't take it away. I said, hey. Today feels like the second time in my life that I'm being carried off the shoulders of others. This has been the sweetest ride of them all. We lost a legend over the holidays. Um, Many youngsters or older folks maybe remember the video game. Some of us remember him as everything, as the man, the sound, the best coach, one of the best coach, winning coaches. Um, John Madden has passed away. John Earl Madden has passed away. He was born on April 10th, 1936, and passed away December 28th, 2021. He was an American football coach and a sportscaster. Uh, He was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders of the National Football League for 10 seasons, from 1969 to 1978, and guided them to a championship and Super Bowl uh, 11, 1977, seems legit. After retiring from coaching, he served as a color, uh, color commentator uh, for uh, NFL telecast until 2009, working for which he won 16 Sports Emmy Awards. From 1988, he lent his name, expertise, and color commentary to the John Madden football, later Madden NFL video game series. Madden never had a losing season as a coach, and his overall winning percentage is second in NFL history in recognition of his coaching career. Madden was inducted into the Pro uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006. As a broadcaster, Madden worked for all four major American television networks, CBS from 1979 to 1993. Uh, He worked at Fox from 1994 to 2001, ABC 2002, to 2005 and NBC from 2006 to 2008. 
He also served as a commercial pitchman for various products and retailers. I remember him from Ace Hardware and Get Actin' with Ten Actin'. <laughs> God, I love that guy. He introduced me the first time I ever heard the the term turkaduckin'. Turkaduckin', am I saying that right? Turkaduckin'? Where it was chicken, turkey, um, chicken, turkey, duck. Um, that was the first time I ever heard that. First time I ever seen somebody calling a, a football game. I was a young man when this happened. Uh, calling a game with a drawing on the screen, you know, a telestrator or whatever. I feel like he invented that whole... What we see today in football, in commentating, I feel like someone is trying to be the next Madden, right? And I think the only person that's close, and everybody can argue, this is just my opinion, okay, everything... I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but Tony Romo, to me, is the closest thing that we've had since John Madden. You can fucking argue with me all you want, but that's just how I feel. How you feel about things is the way you feel. But John Madden will always be Mr. Football. He will always... I don't, I've never heard a bad word, somebody, anything bad someone said about John Madden. And he'll ever be he'll forever be in my heart from a kid to a grown up. Love the guy. Full full on. Even when he was a coach of the Raiders. I was a little itty bitty kid, but I remember I had his card, his coaching card from football packets and shit. And then when he got on TV, that's all I really cared about was listening to a John Madden broadcast. Because it was so fucking entertaining. And I just want to say to John Madden, thank you for all the memories. Thank you for all the times you made it a much better game when it was a shit game. You made it fun to be a commentator, to listen to a commentator. Uh, you weren't stuck on yourself. You did it correctly. You were Mr. Football. The people's Mr. Football. And I want to say thank you for everything you've done throughout your career <clears throat> so going on from that uh, my heart goes out uh, the splash unicorner family goes out our heart goes out to the family of John Madden and uh, I, I need to go watch the documentary all Madden I watched some of it on Christmas or maybe it wasn't Christmas maybe it was after Christmas I don't know I don't remember they were playing it on TV <laughs> could have been Christmas but uh, I'll go back and watch that I definitely want to see that <coughs> pardon me excuse me pardon me but anyway, let's uh, let's uh, we set our we set our piece about John Madden. It's sorry I didn't mean to bring the whole fucking show down, but I had to say something because he was a big part of my life as an entertainer of the football game. The football game. Let's see, we had some bowl games over the weekend. Oh boy, we had a. Uh, We had some games on Saturday. Saturday.
Saturday, Friday. We have it on Friday. What else? Thursday. Did I talk to you guys before Thursday? No. Wednesday? Probably not. I did all three shows on Monday, so... Let's go back a little bit. I know I gave you... No. I don't know. One one game was canceled. West Michigan won 52-24. I think I told you guys that one. Um... Ticker Smarter Birmingham Bowl on Tuesday, December 28th. Um, number 20, Houston wins 17-13 to against Auburn. Are you okay there, Coco? Uh, the, server pro, the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Air Force versus Louisville, 31-28. to uh, AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I know you guys don't care about this, but I have to say it. Come on. Mississippi State. It's the end of the year. i got to give some of these people props. Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech wins this one 34-7. Plus, I like saying these bowl games are fucking outrageous. Guaranteed Rate Bowl. <laughs> West Virginia versus Minnesota. Minnesota wins this one in a fucking exciting game, 18-6. Uh, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Jesus, fuck. Canceled, thank God. You should be canceled for that name. Uh, then Wednesday, uh, December 29th, Maryland versus Virginia Tech. And the Maryland wins 54-10 to at the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Number 19, Clemson versus Ohio Iowa State. Uh, Clemson wins 20-13 to at the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, I watched this game, uh, number four. I watched the Clemson game too, though. But uh, uh, number fourteen, Oregon Quacks versus Oklahoma. Better later than sooner. Uh, the Sooners won forty-seven to thirty-two at the Valero Alamo Bowl. Valero Alamo Bowl. That's about the most normal one we've had so far. <laughs> and then we had Schmu versus Virginia. That got canceled. That was the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. And then Thursday, December 30th, we had North Carolina versus South Carolina at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Um, oh, well, South Carolina wins this one, 28-21. I was watching this game, and they were dipping, the fucking announcers and the lady on the sideline were dipping fucking Uncrustables in the mayo and eating it, fucking donuts, some weird shit. Some, it was really weird. But Duke's Mayo Bowl, mayo, like mayonnaise, bitches. Uh, Tennessee versus Purdue in the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Does that mean that the music's only perfect if a trans person's playing it? Oh, don't cancel me. Uh, Tennessee versus Purdue. Uh, Purdue wins 48-45. to Number 12, Schittsburg versus State. Um, number 10, State wins 31-21 to at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. It sounds, that's okay, that's not that bad. Wisconsin versus Arizona State. Wisconsin wins this one 20-13 at the SRS Distribution. <laughs> distribution Las Vegas Bowl. My dog's going nuts. Are you fucking okay? I think she's high. She wants attention when I get on the microphone. That's what she wants. Uh, number 17, Wake the Fucked Up Forest. Um, versus Rutgers, uh, wake the fuck up for us, wins this one 20 
or 38 to 10 at the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Uh, Washington State versus uh, Central. Uh, 24 to 21. Uh, Central wins at the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. That's the coolest one so far. Number four, Cincinnati Bearcats versus Alabama. Where's my cousin? <laughs> Roll Tide, motherfucker. <clears throat> uh, Alabama wins this one 27 to 6 at the S F P or C F P semifinal at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Wow. Okay. Tongue twitter, a little tongue twitter. And then we had number three, Georgia. At number two, Georgia wins this one 34 to 11 at the CFP semifinal at the Capital One Orange Bowl. Okay. Get that? Get that down there? And to be a, a determined, and Boise State was canceled <laughs> at the Barstool. Ooh, you didn't like that cancellation, did you? Barstool Sports is uh, Arizona Bowl. Um, CMU shifts to the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Okay. So South Michigan went to that bowl because somebody must have been out of that bowl. I don't fucking know. Saturday, January 1st, we had number 11, Utah, the Ute, versus number 6, the Ohio State University. Go, OHIO! Buckeyes! Buckeyes win 48-45 to in the greatest, the greatest bowl game that I've seen probably in my entire fucking life. That was a performance, not a great defensive performance, but an offensive performance that will set the record fucking straight. C.J. Stroud had 573 fucking yards, six touchdowns, and only one interception. Henderson had 83 yards rushing. Smith, Nijigba, <laughs> 347 yards on 15 receptions, mind you, and three touchdowns receiving yards. Yeah. Fucking insanity, man. Fucking insane, dude. It was a record-breaking fucking game. Let me tell you that much, okay? Um, as soon as I find it. Here, Ohio State records that day. Most receiving yards in bowl history. Uh, Jackson Smith, Nijiguba, 346 yards. Most TD passes in a Rose Bowl. C.J. Stroud, six. Tied for most TD receptions in a Rose Bowl. Marvin Harris Jr. and Jackson Smith, Nijiguba, three, three touchdowns each. Most passing yards in a Rose Bowl, C.J. Stroud, 572. Most receptions in a Rose Bowl, Jackson Smith, 15. Most total yards in a Rose Bowl, Ohio State, 682. You could probably watch this highlight somewhere for a half fucking hour. <laughs> At one point, uh, both teams scored five touchdowns in under two under three minutes. I mean, it was fucking crazy, man. It was truly a fucking great, memorable fucking Rose Bowl that we will never forget. It was the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture. Ah!
But great job. Buggies! You did fucking great. You scared me there a few hundred thousand times, but god damn it, I don't have any fingernails, honestly, but you did it. And you broke records doing it. Good job, number six, Ohio State. While the other fucking Cinderella stories or whatever the fuck you want to call them lost their asses. Asses, the ones that were making fun of us. Yeah, you probably would have lost against Utah too, you dumb fucking dumb fucks. You know who I'm talking about. Then we move on down to Penn State and number 22, Arkansas. Our number 22, our, oh, number 21, Arkansas wins this one 24-10 at the Outback Bowl, the most normal named bowl so far. Number 9, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Cowboys. Versus number 5, Notre Dame. Oklahoma State Cowboys win this one. In a fucking barn burner, 37 to 35, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. <clears throat> number 15, Iowa versus number 22, Kentucky. Kentucky wins 20 to 17 at the Vibro, 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 Citrus Bowl. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, I don't know. I don't know these things. I apologize. These names are fucking with my head, man. Uh, number seven, Baylor versus number eight, Ole Miss. And Baylor wins this one 21-7 at the All-State Sugar Bowl. We're getting pretty normal with the names as we go down here. Uh, Tuesday, January 4th, LSU. <laughs> go Tigers. Versus Kansas State. Has not been played yet. <laughs> that... I'm sorry. This is today, tonight at eight o'clock ESPN. Okay, and then of course next Monday, uh, uh, the Memphis game got uh, fucking canceled. Uh, next Monday, January tenth, number three Georgia versus number uh, number one Alabama, both thirteen and one. ESPN seven. Revenge game for Georgia at the CFP National Championship presented by AT&T. So there you go, Cal folks. That's your, that's your college update for the week. Yes, it is. Now we're going to mosey on over to them NFL fellas over there and see what they're doing this week. On their Week 17 tour they did this weekend and over the holiday. Thank you. <clears throat> so, everybody played on Sunday except for the Cleveland Browns, but we'll get to that later. Um, Sunday, January 2nd, uh, we'll start with the Jacksonville Jaguars at 2-14 and, and New England Patriots at 10-6. and six. New England wins this one 52-10. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I thought the not Mac Jones, I know it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, but hey, they should be hungrier. They should be winning this game if Mac Jones is supposedly hitting a rookie wall and they don't have no more in them and they can never going to make it to the playoffs. <clears throat> 50 to 10. That's all I got to say. Trevor Lawrence had 193 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. That's what did it, pal. Uh, 
guess Urban Meyer wasn't the fucking problem there, huh? You dumb fucks. Get that get wale. Thirty-six yards. Treadwell, eighty-seven yards. Uh, Mac Jones, two hundred and twenty-seven yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. See, that's the key, folks. No interceptions. Uh, Stevenson, one hundred and seven yards rushing, two touchdowns, and Bourne with seventy-six yards receiving. Um, then we go on over to the Houston Texans. And they're four twelve, folks. And they played the San Francisco Treat 49ers. Nine and seven. San Francisco Treats win this one. 23-7. D Mills with 163 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Burkhead had 47 yards rushing. And Cooks had 66 yards receiving and one motherfucking touchdown. Um, Lance had 249 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Mitchell had 119 yards rushing and, and 94 yards receiving. Um, I don't Patriots so far are the only ones going anywhere. <laughs> Um, let's see, we have the Arizona Cardinals versus the Dallas Wheaton Boys, Cowboys, <clears throat> Arizona 11-5, Dallas 11-5, Dallas barely loses this one, if they only had a timeout, they could have fucking possibly won this game. But, uh, I, you know, I got nothing against the Cowboys. But the one thing I've noticed in my, Mike McCarthy is his time management and things like that are garbage. It's the only criticism I have, sir. Uh, Arizona wins this one 25-22. Dak Prescott had 226 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. It's not that bad, folks. If you're, if you're a Dallas fan, I know everyone's beating up ESPN. All these people on fucking social media are beating you up, but you lost by three. I don't understand how everybody's going, you still them boys? Well, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> Can't play against a good team. You guys played your fucking asses off. You had a couple fucking issues. There's some injuries and maybe some – your running game wasn't really great. Arizona showed up, and you still fought them. So I don't understand what the hate and fucking bullshit is about with the Cowboys. They're still 11-5, and five, you dumb fucks. And probably your team, maybe not, because well, usually when people are hating that hard, their team ain't nowhere near the playoffs. Um, he's got to play you. <laughs> what happens when he beats your team's ass? Then you're going to go run your fucking dick feeder on fucking Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever the fuck your dick hand, your little fucking dick fucking feeder and your dick beaters fucking are going to fucking type on there? The hate for the Cowboys is really disgusting this year. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not a Cowboys fan, but Jesus, fuck, dudes. Like, I mean, is your, is your dicks that hard for the Cowboys? Because I, I don't ever, and a lot of these people, I don't know who their favorite team is because they're too busy talking about the fucking Cowboys. <laughs> oh. or, or saying that, like, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. Are they, these people are fucking dumb out here. And these fake new regime of fans in the nfl are just fucking dumb i mean you just look stupid weak and pathetic 
anyway, Dak Prescott had also 20, 20 yards rushing because not Pollard or Elliott. You can't blame it on either one. None of them could get that fucking shit started. Schultz, thanks for a couple points in fantasy for 54 yards receiving. I don't mean to go off there, but the uh, I find myself sticking up for other teams that I got nothing to do with just because it's I have to point out people's dumbness, their hypocriticalness. I mean, you got you got fucking Jacksonville Jaguar fans hating on the Cowboys. Like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I don't rag on a whole lot of teams. There's a few that if it's in your if they if you're in the division, maybe talk some shit, but don't. I mean, I don't. I I wouldn't know because you're not saying anything about your own team. So then we go over to the Atlanta Falcons versus the Buffalo Bills. Atlanta Falcons seven and nine, Buffalo Bills ten and six, and Buffalo runs away with this one, twenty nine to fifteen. Twenty nine to fifteen, folks. Uh, Matty Ice had one hundred ninety seven yards passing. Davis had a uh, 42 yards rushing and one touchdown. Pitts had 69, yeah, 69 yards receiving. <clears throat> you don't like that one? You don't like that one? What you growling about? Um, Allen had 120 yards passing, three interceptions. That's gonna. I don't know how you won this game, pal. Singletary had 110 yards. Oh, there we go. T uh, two touchdowns. Thanks for your running game. See what happens when you don't run the ball all the time, Joshy Poo. Uh, Diggs loved his cleats. Owed to John Madden, fifty-two yards receiving. And then the Giants versus the Bears, and the Bears run away with this one, twenty-nine to three. Giants four and twelve. Chicago six and ten. And Glennon had twenty-four yards passing. Oof, two interceptions. Oof. Barkley had a hundred and two yards rushing. Ingram had 12 yards receiving. Oof. Andy Dalton had 173 yards and one touchdown and one interception. Montgomery had 64, 64 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Mooney had 69, yeah, 69 yards receiving, one touchdown. Oh, and then we had the game that sealed my team's fate, the Brownies' fate. Kansas City, you fuck knuckles, you couldn't have pulled this one off. <laughs> well, KC at eleven and five, and Cincinnati at ten and six. Cincinnati barely wins this one, thirty-four to thirty-one. I mean, Kansas City was whooping their ass in the first half. So it just tells you that the first half means shit sometimes. Because Patrick Mahomes had two hundred fifty-nine yards passing, two touchdowns. Uh, D. Williams uh, had eighty-eight yards. Rushing and two touchdowns. Hard, ooh, Hardman had 53 yards receiving. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. The hiccup monster has come back. Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my hiccups the co-host of the show this day. This brand new episode after the first of the year. Um, Joe Burrow, 446 yards and four touchdowns. Now, I'm going to say this because I'm a man of my fucking word. You know, I thought this kid was going to choke in the NFL because he was going to Cincinnati. I thought he was going to be shit. I'm not crying him anything yet, but as, as of now, he has proven to me that he's a good quarterback. 
and they got good receivers around him. They did it correct. And I'll say on record, I was wrong about this kid, but I give him mad respect. Even though he's my opponent in my division, I give you mad respect, Joe Burrow. There's more I could say about you um, so many a year ago. I thought you were going to be hurt week five. Something was gonna, I thought your career was going to be all injuries. Hey. She don't listen. <laughs> my other co-host. Coco, can you hear heavy breathing over here? Um, she gets mad when I get on the microphone, so don't mind her. She has to sit, tell her two cents once in a while. Um, Mixon had 46 yards receive, or rushing. Thanks for a few points. Uh, Jamar Chase had 266 yards receiving and three touchdowns. It's like Ohio State game. Jesus fucking Christ. What a game, though. Uh, congratulations, Cincinnati. Now, if there's anybody in my division that I'd rather see go, it's you. You're from Ohio. Uh, but during regular season, go fuck yourself. Those other teams can go fuck themselves. Um, I hope you go far. Um, I'll be I'll be rooting for you. <clears throat> Not for you to win everything, of course, but probably going to take the Patriots on that one. But, hey, if you go far, man, I, I rooted for the fucking uh, college Cincinnati team uh, to go. Let's go, Ohio. Let's go, Bengals. You can do this. I'm out of it. Fuck it. I don't like the other two. I I respect you more than the other two people in my division. Let's let's see you do something for and show, show AFC North what we're about. But I still hope we kick your ass in two weeks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you thought you were getting away with that one, did you? And then we go to Miami, Miami, Miami. Uh, we go, uh, actually, we go to Nashville. Uh, Miami is 8-8, eight and eight, and Tennessee Titans is 11-5. And the Tennessee Titans take this one, run away with this one, 34-3. thought this one was going to be a little closer. And Tua Lipa had 205 yards uh, passing and one interception. Um, Johnson had 49 yards receiving or rushing, and Kisiki Gaisiki Kasiki, uh, bless you, uh, had 51 yards receiving. Tannenhill had 120 yards passing, two touchdowns. Foreman had 132 yards rushing, one touchdown. AJ Brown 41 yards receiving. Now they're so far they're in the number one seed of the playoffs. <clears throat> Uh, Tennessee's right up there with number one AFC so far. And then we go down to the, <clears throat> sorry, I'm losing my voice a bit. <clears throat> the Las Vegas Raiders, 9-7, and seven, versus Indianapolis Colts, 9-7. and seven. Uh, The Raiders win this one 23-20. So close, last-minute scoring, great game. Wentz had 148 yards uh, passing, one touchdown. Um, Jonathan J uh, Jesse James Jonathan Taylor had a hundred and had a hundred and eight yards rushing and one touchdown. Pittman Jr. had forty seven yards receiving. Um, Derek Carr had two hundred and fifty five yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Jacobs had sixty three yards uh, rushing, one touchdown. Zach Jones, not Zach Jones. He has a Zach Jones one hundred twenty yards receiving. 
I think that keeps the Raiders uh, both of their playoffs, maybe for a wild card or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, once we find out who's actually in the fucking playoffs and who's set and ready to play, we'll get down to that business. Oh, oh, and then we go down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of 12-4 and four versus the New York Jets, 4-12. and 12. And Buccaneers barely win this one 23 to 20 or 28 to 24. Oh, but but uh, there was, there was such a surprise. Uh, I'm sorry, my phone just went off. My uh, such a surprise in this game. We had a surprise resignation, if you will. Um. There we go. Oh yeah, he's running off the field, no shirt, through his shirt. He has taken his uniform, his shoulder pads off, and he has run to the Buccaneer locker room. So we'll get you an update. He's not hurt. He has decided to run to the locker room on his own. Wow. Oh yeah. In the third quarter, Bucks face third down seven. He's walking off the next God, <laughs> Antonio Brown, Antonio. Oh, hold on, hold on. Antonio Brown, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? <laughs> what in the entire fuck? You could say goodbye to your career. Uh, safe to say, right? Antonio, I hope he. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's mental health or just ego or what. I mean, everybody's using excuses that it's mental health. He hasn't been right since this, this, this and that. Well, if we were aware of this already, we should have. He should have got the f proper help he's supposed to get. Um, I don't. Everyone was comparing this to the Simone Biles uh, situation, and that's not really fair. Um, <clears throat> Simone Biles didn't quit in the middle of a routine. And then take her clothes off, take her clothes off, and uh, leave the fucking arena. If this is a mental health thing, he's known about this since he got his ass fucking hit by fucking what's his name from Cincinnati Bengals. I can't remember offhand. Um, if it's a mental health thing, you guys know I'm all for you know helping the mental health health and sports or whatever um but if that's it then we should have had this fixed a long time ago see what i'm saying this is just an ego thing um the coach told him to go in twice he refused and just like a great coach should told him get the fuck out i don't blame this anybody but himself they gave him many, many chances, and these people that are feeling sorry for him, that's on you. That's fine. But in my opinion, if this is mental health, then he should have been fixed a long time ago because things have been happening, things have been happening, things have been happening. Things. It's not like this is his first fucking offense. So I don't understand where people are kind of defending him, but at the Unicorner, we choose both sides. I mean, we listen to both sides. But uh, Zach Wilson had 234 yards passing, one touchdown. And uh, Carter had 54 yards rushing. Berrios had a hell of a game, 65 yards receiving, one touchdown. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Tom Brady had 410 yards of passing, three touchdowns, one interception. Vaughn had 31 yards rushing. Gronkowski had 115 yards receiving. Oh my, guess who's back? Back again. It's Gronky, Gronky motherfuckers. Look again. And uh, then we have the Philadelphia Eat Proud Drake Yellow Wear Green. Fly, Eagles, fly. Nine and seven versus the Washington football team. Six and ten. Uh, 20 to 16, Philadelphia. Fly, Eagle, fly. Wins this one. I think they got in. Um, they got in. They clinch a, They clinched the playoff berth there. Uh, a wild card or some shit. I don't know. Nobody knows. Heineke had 247 yards passing, one interception. Patterson had 57 yards rushing, one touchdown. McLaurin had 61 yards receiving. Jalen Hurts had 214 yards um, passing. Scott had 47 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, Godert had 71 yards receiving. I'm probably saying that wrong, but who cares? Go, go fly, Eagles, fly, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Congratulations, B-Twist on your fucking team. Um, L.A. Rams versus the Baltimore Shitbirds. These guys actually did what they were asked. They won by one point, no matter what, they won. This is a good game. Came down to the last bits. It seems like Huntley's a great backup quarterback. <laughs> but even if they did come back, they'd probably try and get a two-point conversion and lose the game. <laughs> um, L.A. Rams have 12-4. and four. Baltimore at 8-8. Eight and eight. Rams win this one 20 to 19. Huntley had 197 yards passing, one interception. Freeman had 76 yards rushing. Andrews had 89 yards receiving. Stafford had 309 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Michel had 74 yards rushing and one touchdown. Uh, Cooper Cup had 94, 95 yards uh, receiving and one touchdown. Thank you for the points, sir. Um, then we had, uh, the Broncos and the Broncos at seven and nine versus the Chargers nine and seven Chargers run away with this one 34 to 13. Um, D luck had, uh, 245 yards, one touchdown. Um, Gordon, the third had 43 yards uh, rushing and Fant. Fantastic. No, I'm just kidding. 92 yards receiving, one touchdown. Herbert had 237 yards. Um, 37 yards uh, pa uh, passing, two touchdowns. Um, Eckler had 58 yards rushing, one touchdown. Williams had 63 yards and one touchdown receiving. Um, <clears throat> Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. 18 wins this one 18 to 10 new orleans eight and eight carolina five and eleven uh darnold had 132 yards passing one interception hubbard had 55 yards rushing one touchdown thomas had 33 yards receiving hill had 222 yards 
passing, one touchdown. Hill had also had 45 yards rushing. Callaway had 97 yards receiving. Um, then we had the uh, Detroit liar. You lying? You lying on me, son? Uh, two, two, thirteen, and one. The Seattle Seahawks six and ten. Seahawks win this one. Woo! Fifty-one to twenty-nine. What a shootout! Uh, Boyle on my ass had two hundred and sixty-two yards passing, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, Swift had 632 yards rushing. St. Brown had 111 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Russell Wilson had 236 yards passing and four fucking touchdowns. Penny had 170 yards rushing, two touchdowns. <laughs> Jesus, Swain had 65 yards receiving. Wowzer, 51 to 29. Sounds like college. And then we move on over to the Sunday night game. It was the Minnesota whatever Vikings. 7-9 versus Green Bay. Go Pack Go Packers. It was a chilly one, folks. It was 10 degrees. Felt like minus one. Uh, Minnesota 7-9. Green Bay 13-3. And, and Green Bay wins this one easily 37-10. to And that uh, solidifies their spot in the number one seed for the playoffs. They get the bye. So good luck to them in the playoffs. Mannion, never heard of this cat, uh, 189 yards uh, passing, one touchdown. Um, he also had 14 yards rushing. Why they did not use Dalvin Cook is beyond me. I don't understand. It's like they wanted to lose that game. My God. Jefferson had 58, 58 yards receiving. Sharon Rogers had 288 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Jones had 76 yards rushing. Devontae Adams, 136 yards receiving and one touchdown. One hell of a game. Congrats to all the Packers fans out there, Eric. Uh, Ms. Michaels. There's a few other that I'm missing, but congratulations on your number one seed. You motherfuckers deserve it. And then we go to the Monday night football game. The last one of the year. The the uh, last Peyton Eli game of the year. It's all coming to an end, folks. And this night of Monday, on January 3rd, we have we have the Cleveland motherfucking Browns dog pound baby seven and nine Pittsburgh eight seven and one uh, Pittsburgh whipped the shit out of us I mean not too bad but 26 to 14. Um, we just look sad. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Stavansky, you suck at calling offensive plays. You're a fucking moron. Chubbs should have been running the shit out of that ball. You abandoned the run too early. Uh, our receivers and tight ends, except for a few, Njoku did a fine, but you guys could have caught that ball so many times we could have did this correctly and won this game and stop them from fucking 
getting a playoff run. But you didn't do that, Browns. You didn't fucking do that. Mayfield had a shitty night, yes, but a lot of that was the receivers. I don't give a fuck who you blaming on. Everyone's going to say get rid of fucking gang, 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 gang. But the truth is, it's a team effort. And if Baker's throwing these balls and they're not catching them, that's not good. That's not good for him. He's The offensive line was shit. The receivers were shit. Baker was, he wasn't great, but what could he do in the situations he was put in? Let's get real here. Stavansky, it comes down to Stavansky and running these plays by himself. He needs to fucking stop it. So congratulations to big fucking shithole Ben and the fucking Queelers. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck them. It's Browns till I die, motherfucker. Fuck Big Ben. I don't give a fuck about his last fucking his last fucking um, thing at home or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, the hiccups come now. Anyway, Bakerfield had a, uh, Baker Mayfield had 185 yards uh, passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Nick Chubb only had 58 yards rushing. Peoples-Jones had 76 yards receiving, but he could have had way more than that. Rapistburger, 123 yards. See, not that great. One touchdown, not great. One interception. I mean, Baker Mayfield played better than Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger had 24 out of 46 completions to 16 out of 38. So you're telling me Baker Mayfield was the fucking problem? Come on now. Najee Harris now, on the other hand, 188 yards and one touchdown. Nick Chubb should have had those numbers also. McLeod had 35 yards receiving, so there you go. Basically, we shit the bed. Is this any indication of what we're about? I have no fucking clue. Uh, Stefanski needs to fucking stop making these calls. We're about to lose our offensive coordinator. I don't know what to fucking tell you guys. I I'm at loss of words. I don't. It just uh, half the team gave up. Half the team played their hearts out. But that's gonna. It's going to wrap up our season. Um, I doubt we're going to beat the Bengals. I'm hopeful. Um, it doesn't really matter at this point, but it would be nice to see a nice little win. Go 9-9. Nine and nine. <laughs> 8 and 9, at least. Jesus, fuck. But uh, honestly, folks, it looks like that's a wrap for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we'll be lucky if we beat the Bengals. just don't see that happening but hey it was a good year we had a good run uh we have a lot of things to work on <clears throat> hopefully the browns stick with what we got for next year make a few other moves that we need in the offensive line defense needs to get their shit together but uh it was a sad sad couple of weeks three weeks or whatever these three losses that we've taken um, it looked hopeful for a while there, but uh, our team has decided that we are no longer a contender. So I have one more week. I'll be watching the game anyway, no doubt. Um, it's the last game, of course. Uh, we have a lot of Saturday games. We'll talk about all that on Thursday. But next Monday, people, next Monday, 
Um, we'll, I believe it will be our last Monday night shit show, I believe. We might have some playoff additions. I don't know. I'll work it out. But if not, we'll be here on Thursdays and, uh, of course, on the Splash Unicorn Corner podcast um, on Wednesdays. And you can also reach us. Uh, we have a new um, email address. at SplashUnicorner at gmail.com. Or you can reach us at the old uh, email address, SplashUnicorner at yahoo.com. Um, working on in the next month or so, hopefully, before that, uh, working on the video clips and things, a YouTube channel for the Splatch Unicorner, okay? So, uh, hope everybody had a good new year. Hopefully everybody was safe, they got in, their hangovers are over, your, maybe your team won this weekend. Um, uh, yeah. That's going to be it. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday here. We'll see you on Wednesday on the Splat Unicorn Corner podcast. Uh, uh, stay high. Stay fly. Peace and love. And the holy smoke above. I'm out, bitches. Go Browns. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs>